0: What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On this show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Next Level Competent Podcast. My name is Janelle Inay, and our guest today is Matt Shakir. Uh, Matt, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing excellent. How are you, Janelle?
0: I'm doing awesome. Thank you. Um, you guys, Matt is the founder and CEO of Awaken Momentum, which is an international life and business coaching company that focuses on all layers of transformation. He also founded Awaken Masculine, which is a men's group based out of Denver, Colorado, and he is a speaker and facilitator for workshops and live events. Let's go. Um, You guys can go to his website at awakenmomentum.com, or you can follow him on IG at Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, Shakir, S-H-A-K-I-R. It's like Shakira, but just Shakir. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Okay. I did the intro. How are you feeling, Matt? How are you feeling?
1: I feel amazing. I feel amazing. How are you?
0: I am feeling good. I'm in my new place in San Diego and getting moved in and just feeling ready to conquer this podcast.
1: I love it. I love it. How's the beautiful California weather right now?
0: Oh, perfection. It really is. Frankie is loving it. For those of you who have been following this podcast for a while um Frankie and I moved to Denver back when I lived in San Diego because he wasn't ready to move to San Diego and then he became ready and then we moved way quicker than I thought because I thought we were going to be in Denver for at least a year or two but we were only there for nine total months and um and then he was like let's move to San Diego he got a new job and we up and moved here very quickly like four weeks after we kind of found out that he had the job so pretty sweet Okay, so today we're going to talk about one of Matt's favorite topics, which is grit. You don't hear that word very often. Grit and being relentlessly in pursuit of one's dreams. So I did a little homework and found that the definition of grit is courage and resolve, strength of character. And using a sentence, (laughs) he displayed the true grit of a Navy pilot. And and I think to be able to talk about grit, it only makes sense to talk about challenges first. Um, Matt, you had mentioned a while back that you've been through numerous job losses and breakups and financial ups and downs. Uh, Will you tell us a little bit about the lowest low you've experienced?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of lows, but I will tell you that the I'm going to get really, really vulnerable here, um, just because this story is has been the biggest, uh, biggest impact and biggest foundation for transformation. Uh, end of 2018, I got out of a relationship and it was pretty tumultuous and, uh, and made the wrong move um, and found myself inside of a jail cell uh, for an evening. And it was um, the hardest moment of my life. I sat in the, in, inside of this jail cell with no idea when I was to get out. And I spent 27 hours in there. And I just remember like crying in like this stainless steel mirror and be like, how did I get here? I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't hurt anybody physically. I didn't, you know, like do anything that I can conceptualize as something that would put me inside of a jail cell. And, you know, looking back now, that moment was probably the most pivotal moment of my life because I said right here, right now, I am changing everything. I am stopping anything that's, that's not allowing me to really flourish in my life and in business and in relationships. And I started to do like this deep dive and this audit, you know, in, in, in the cell. And I was like, what got me here? Oh, so there's been relationship pickups. Oh, since, you know, there's been substance abuse. Oh, there's been, you know, just not living a life that truly aligns with who I want to become. And I promised myself, I said, when I get out of here and I have to go through this court thing and I'll get the right attorneys, I said, I am and changing everything, changing everything. And that moment was, was, was just so raw and real because I just remember like just the tears were pouring down my eyes and I, I felt like such a victim. But I realized, no, this, this will be the number one thing that will catalyze all of the expansion and growth and healing in my life that got me to this position, you know, and you know, I just recognized like the job losses, the breakups, all that stuff didn't matter to the to the moment of you have no control of your freedom, zero control. And you're, you're in this cage and you're like, okay, this can't ever happen again. Didn't know this was on my bucket list, you know. <laughs> 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 I was like, this must have been the back page of my bucket list. Spend a night in jail, you know. Get arrested as an adult, right? And you know, it's just—it was just one of those things. I look back now, that was—that was such a. a, a a prime time for me to look at, okay, where do I want to go? I've envisioned building an empire. I've envisioned impacting thousands of lives across the globe. I've envisioned starting my own company, and I realized I wasn't all in on it. I wasn't all in. I was attracting the wrong women in my life. i was I was playing small in a lot of areas. I was afraid. I was truly in fear of probably both failure and success. and I recognize, in that moment through those, you know, that emotional release, this catalytic experience that this was my new bottom. There was no way I was reverting or going back to anything that got me into this position. And from that moment, everything just blew up. Everything expanded. You know, I went through this court case, which was, which was really hard and challenging, but I realized through that experience, I, I was, I was awakened to a higher level of consciousness and a higher vibration that I had activated because I said, you know, from this moment on, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause drinking, I'm gonna pause dating, and I'm gonna truly put all of my efforts, all of my experience and my wisdom and 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 the desire, the true passion towards what I want to create in my business. And from everything, you know, from there was last August on everything has just exploded. And it's like, I am, I am realizing now just there is infinite possibilities when you create a new bottom. And that's like the biggest thing. That's for me, what I extrapolate from understanding grit is no matter what you can make a new bottom. You can say, this is it. It doesn't have to mean that you spend a night in jail or you get arrested, but like you can create anything as your new foundation as I will never go lower than this. And what's possible. When I begin to expand from that place.
0: Wow, I love that and it's so funny you say that because I remember when I was thinking about starting my business and and all these you know big ideas and, and dreaming bigger for my life and I remember hearing people who had these crazy stories of hitting rock bottom and I remember being at a seminar where a woman had, you know, her husband had a husband had beat her or something like that, something so horrible. And her and her child had to live out of her car for numerous months. And and then she decided to launch her business and ended up becoming very successful in it. And I remember sitting there at that seminar and thinking, that's never gonna happen to me. Like I'm never gonna hit a rock bottom like that. Instead, I'm just gonna keep scraping by with mediocre and that in and of itself was like oh my gosh because i kept wishing i almost wished that something horrible would happen to me so that i could propel forward but nothing horrible was happening like i was doing well at my job and i was doing well in all these areas of my life you know that my dating life and it was all like it was all good instead of hitting that that rock bottom and so the comment you said about you get to create your own rock bottom or your own bottom it was like in that moment that i said okay i'm not i'm not gonna probably hit the rock bottom that i think i might so i might as well make the choice to propel myself so that i don't stay with my mediocre self for forever
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that's something that i talked to um we my really close best friends about is you know, a lot of people will live life and it will be mediocre. It'll be average. And it's one of the reasons why I became a coach because I looked around, you know, in my former career, I was in medical sales and I was like, I was making all of this money. I mean, you know, I came from a family that struggled financially and, you know, fast forward in my mid twenties, you know, I was in one of the top medical sales positions in the world making, you know, more money per month than most people make a year, like literally. And I was unhappy. And, you know, I started to look around me and I'm like, wow, all of these people have these jobs where they're making anywhere from like 300 grand to a million dollars a year. But yet I see no vi- like vibrancy. I see no passion for what they're doing because they're on autopilot because they don't think there's anything better. And I realized that, you know, make room, not for good, not even for great, create a life that is based on outstanding you know, create a life that, that like just enlivens you. And, and if you're not in love with your relationship or the company you work for, or where you live or what you drive, whatever it is, or just yourself internally from the inside out, you have the opportunity to change it. But, you know, I look around and I see so many people just living good, but there's so much more You know, we have this, we have this very unique once in a lifetime human experience. I don't want to settle for good. I don't even want to settle for great. Like I want to live a platinum lifestyle, a lifestyle that, that just wakes me up in the morning at 4am naturally. And I am like, let's freaking go,
0: you Mm, know? Yeah, that's so good. And, And I think the thing that is the most important to reiterate is that it's gonna look different for everyone, you know? So for someone it could be, I always say it's like, it could be staying a, a stay at home mom. If that is your dream career, amazing. You should do that. For some people it's, it's um, you know, in the corporate world, not everyone is supposed to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone's supposed to start their own business. It's more just, you got to get deep inside yourself and say, what do I really, really want? and don't base it on the money don't base it on perception of what you think you should do because your family did it that way or because your best friends do it that way just do whatever it is that makes you happy period
1: absolutely and i think i think it's you know it's very hard for people you know especially nowadays because we live in this digital age where you know we have instagram and facebook and and naturally, it's it's a human innate uh, you know thing to compare ourselves to other people, compare ourselves to other coaches, to other women, to so you know social media influencers and all of these things. And I think you know I love what you said about going deep. Like you know, if you can truly erase the external outside forces and societal impressions, or you know what your ex- you know parents or family or friends have all experienced, and truly look inside from from a soul deep level and ask yourself, if anything was possible, what would I want to do with my life? Like that's such a profound question. And if you can answer that truthfully and authentically, and then you go after that, you will live a life that is truly just beautiful and expansive and fulfilling. And like you said, I love what you said. It doesn't matter if you're mowing lawns or if you're you know raising a family, Or if you just want to be a hippie and hike around in the woods and, you know, like hike the Pacific Crest Trail, whatever it is, that's beautiful. But lean all the way into that and do it to the best possible ability that only you know what that looks like.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so how does grit play into your story and, and what are the steps that you took to heal when, when you're, I guess I said like when hard stuff happens, but specifically this story of you going to, um, I always confuse jail and prison. Jail? Prison. Yeah. jail,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jail oh, for the God. night. <laughs> it was prison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is coming to you from the Denver prison. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> um, so jail for the night, what were the steps that you took to heal from that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I feel like my whole life has been like this perfect exemplification of grit, you know, because I looked at my parents when I was at a young age, and I was like, man, like my mom wants to save the world as a, as a, social worker and my dad is a truck driver and he's just never going to change what he does. Um, You know, never even graduated high school. And I said, you know, from a very young age, I knew there was this this fiery passion inside me. I knew it from a very, very early age because I was able to really authentically connect with others in a way that I never saw anybody around me do. And that parlayed to like, you know, when I got out of that jail cell that day and I was like, okay, I am going to take the steps. And a lot of these steps were already in play. But I said, okay, who do I need on my, what I call my dream team? Like, who do I need on my dream team to get me not only just out of this situation, but to propel me into the place that I've envisioned my life going. And, you know, from there, I I hired a coach that I've been working with for the better part of two years and committed to working with her full-time for all of 2020. Um, I found one of the most amazing therapists in Boulder, Colorado that has completely shifted my life in ways and started to get rid of all of that stuff, you know, that stuff from childhood that I didn't even know was there that was that was preventing me from showing up in relationships with with others, with women, but more importantly preventing me from understanding the self-love and self-care that I needed to fill my own cup, you know, and then, you know, just realizing, you know, again, moving forward with friendships, I said, I'm only gonna spend time with people that empower me and enliven me. And I started putting myself around people like your husband Frankie that I look at and I say, Wow, like that person is amazing. And they in some way, in some shape of their life, are far ahead of where I am. So I started putting myself around people that I looked up to, no matter what it was, whether they're in better physical shape or they were more successful as an entrepreneur or they, you know, had a stronger mindset. And I started to realize that all of my friendships were just all these amazing like high level people that understood who I was and what I brought value to them with, but also more importantly, they were just sharing their world with me. And I started to realize that all of the people that, you know, I surrounded myself with that got me to a place of very low vibration and just, you know, not making the right decisions that to align with who I was becoming, they just fell off you know, and I think it's so important, like that famous saying, we've all heard, you know, you are the the mean of the five people that you surround yourself with. Well, that's 1000% true. And I experienced that, you know, um, and I started to see like, as I put myself around more amazing, more successful people, my life just began to continue to ascend and accelerate, you know, and in doing that, I felt much better going through a really hard experience you know going through a court case is the hardest thing i've ever experienced in my life you know even though there was no like big charges or anything like that and i had one of the best attorneys in colorado it was really really hard i mean i just remember you know my own self-care practices like were fully amplified like i i wasn't coaching anybody i was like i'm putting everything on pause fortunately i had money saved from you know my career in medical sales so Every day, I kid you not, Janelle. I was journaling six, seven times a day. I was crying. I was doing emotional releases. I was, I was doing inner child work. Um, I was getting out in nature and taking a lot of walks. And I started eating cleaner. And I removed alcohol and everything from my life. And just started to realize, like, if I want to treat my life to the value that I know that I have the capacity to, everything has to shift. And mm-hmm. it only means even if it means just 1% better, everything had to shift. I mean, there was a point too that I cut out coffee and sugar and I I was eating less meat. Like I really did like a full audit, like the CPA of my own life. And I said, okay, if you value your body and your mindset and your human experience, like a temple, what needs to change? And I Mm -hmm. started to just change things one by one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And as you changed yourself, like you said, the people who were the ones who were bringing you into the substance abuse and drinking and partying and all that kind of stuff, they just started to fall away because you changed who you were. So it's interesting how when that happens, it's not even really a choice necessarily. Like sometimes it is, but sometimes it just naturally happens. People kind of slowly, you know, it's not that you, you, hate them or that you'll never speak to them again. Or, you know, you had some big conversation of like, Hey, I'm never talking to you again. It's just those friendships start to kind of just fade in the background because you're, you, when you do try to hang out, it just, it doesn't work. You're like, we're trying to hang out, but like we're on set you're talking about your partying. I'm talking about like, you know, going and mountain biking and being in nature and eating clean food. And we don't even have very much in common anymore. And it just fades
1: yeah there's a beautiful book uh by frederick dodson called levels of energy and the book is it's really really challenging to read i've probably read like 80 90 pages but in the beginning there's a spectrum of energy like we are all energetic beings and whether you're operating at a 90 which is like basically like a homeless person that talks to themselves and is experiencing just like very very low levels of the human experience or 1000, where you're fully reached enlightenment, like a lot of, a lot of humans that have what they want out of life, operate from like a place of love and compassion and opportunity, which is around four to 500. And I started realizing as I was elevating my vibration, yeah, the people that lived at 200 or 300 that complained all day and didn't love what they were doing. And, you know, used substances to cope and all of these things. I realized that you can't levels of energy cannot meet. So like you said, like, It feels just so misaligned when I was spending time with people that, you know, were still partying and going out to the bars all night, not negating those experiences. There's nothing wrong with them. I've done them for so long, but I realized that wasn't aligning with who I was becoming. And I think the biggest thing that I've started to realize is through my awareness and through the deep inner work that I do, you know, you have to align who you're becoming with who you are in the present moment. You know, and if you can start to really live your life as if who you're becoming in the real time present moment, everything starts to shift. Everything begins to ascend. And it's such a great way for us to realize what we want right now in the future. Like We can really pull that in
0: to Mm -hmm. our present,
1: move up our timeline, but you have to be aware and conscious of how you're showing up for your life and whether you're in alignment to who you're becoming what you really, really want to achieve of your life.
0: Yeah. 56% of college students are women and 48% of employees in the workplace are women, which is awesome. Ladies, this is proof that we are smart and working hard. But you know what's not so awesome? Only 29% of VPs and just 22% of C-suite executives are women. In male-dominated industries such as STEM, these numbers are even more startling. As these numbers state, women aren't lacking the knowledge, education, or ability to be leaders in the workplace. What many women are lacking is the confidence to take on risk. Most of us have heard this one before. Men will apply for jobs they are 60% qualified for, yet women will only apply for jobs they are 100% qualified for. This type of stat also applies to women at their job, not willing to take on that new, unknown project. What she's lacking is the belief that her skills and abilities are not only quote-unquote okay, but are powerful and needed in the workplace. The Confidence Workshop is created to help women dig deep into their mindset and get to the root of this problem. If this conversation gets you as fired up as it gets me, we are now taking applications for this workshop for the ladies of STEM corporations. Please head to our website at nextlevelconfident.com to learn more about the Confidence Workshop. Okay, two quick questions and then we're getting back to the grit stuff. Um, Okay, one is, what would you say to someone who is listening right now and they're maybe starting to check out because they're not super into the like energy stuff because it sounds woo woo what would you say to them
1: Yeah I would say you know doing an audit of your life and really just you know you don't have to be spiritual to do this like really just check in with yourself check in with with what your life looks like are you happy with yourself first and foremost cuz self care and self love is the most important thing you know do you believe in yourself and what do you wanna to go towards? You know, what are your true desires? If you take everything external off the plate, what are your true desires of your relationship, of your life, of you know, your, your hobbies and passions, of your business or the company you work for, your career so forth? And just recognize where are you and, and you know rate them from one, one to 10 and start to look at where do you wanna focus your time? Where do you wanna focus your energy? You know, Because where focus goes, energy flows. So if you wanna change your career, then start to take, you know, I say take one to two simple steps forward in the areas that you feel like are scoring lower than maybe a six or a seven and put your time there, you know, and trust that what you put your time in, you know, be patient, have the grit and understand that obstacles are going to come. Sometimes you can look at, those, you know, as, okay, is this meant for me? But also like, sometimes you got to push through. And I think that's the most important thing, whether it's woo-woo or spiritual or not, like, you know, doing a full audit of what your life looks like and seeing where do you want to elevate? Where do you want to improve? And starting to create, you know, ways to execute on improving your life is going to generate a stronger belief in self and it's going to make you love your life a lot more.
0: Yeah. That's a great piece of homework for anyone listening right now. Truly sit down and, and do that audit. Like it's not, this isn't just like a, do an audit of your life. It's like, no, this is a homework assignment that I literally give clients of mine, make a list of all the areas of your life, whether that be, you know, health and fitness, relationships, spirituality, work, whatever, you know, all these different areas of our life and then rate them from one to 10. One is like, it's really crappy. 10 is, it's amazing. It's perfect. It can't get any better. And truly do this as a piece of homework after listening, even if you're, you know, You have five minutes. It doesn't take that long. Just sit down and do it. for Just a second. You can even pause this podcast right now and do it. I'm like (laughs) such a big believer in taking action, not just talking about it or listening to it, but like truly do the audit on yourself because just listening to inspirational podcasts like these doesn't do it. You've got to take the time after to do the reflection on yourself to actually see change in your life.
1: Yeah, and that's such a great point. And if you think about how much time is wasted watching Netflix or, you know, um, sitting in front of a computer or like playing on Instagram or social media, you know, if we just spent even a snapshot, even 10% of that time really diving into what we want to create of our lives, like our lives will exponentially be better in every area. Because once you start changing one part of your life, it starts to trickle off and permeate to the other areas of life. So think about that, how much time and energy we even we spend on doing our taxes with a CPA at the end of each year. You should be doing that experience at least once a year, if not quarterly, for what your life is if you really, really, truly want to get to where you want to go.
0: So good. Okay, my next question is, and you don't have to answer answer this if you don't feel comfortable, but... I feel like I need a little more understanding of like why you went to jail that night. Can you give us just like a little bit more? Cause it feels so vague. I don't know what you did. I feel like, am I talking to a villain or am I not?
1: No, you're not talking to a villain. I, um, I kicked the hornet's nest of a woman that was very angry and I was, I was unfaithful and I shared that with her, uh, you know, because I, it was, it was an integrity for me to say that. And it wasn't something I was proud of. It was something that, happened by putting myself in the wrong environment that wasn't conducive to the health of the relationship. And, uh, and I, you know, I went to pick up my stuff and I saw that some of my stuff wasn't there. And um, so I grabbed a a phone and was like, let me confirm how I felt that she was talking to other people behind my back. And sure enough, she was. And next thing you know, um, I was, I was being charged with a few different charges. Again, nothing like no Mm -hmm. felonies. Anything the lowest level of charges you can get like breach of peace and like, you know, destruction of property. But, you know, taking that cell phone was, was, was what I needed to do, or I guess what my ego needed to do to confirm how I felt that I was in the wrong relationship. Um, not, not negating, you know, that I shouldn't have took something that was my, wasn't my own, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things that, you know, I looked at it and, you know, even talking to the attorney and friends, they're like, you took a phone and you spent two nights in jail and you had a year of probation and all of these things. And I was like, you know what, unfortunately, yes. But I said, I can look at it now. And I'm so gracious for her. And I'm so grateful for that whole experience to transpire because I now can take the pain that I have and bring it to power, you know, Mm -hmm. and I can look at myself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm not perfect. And I wasn't, I wasn't smart for entering into that relationship and negating how I felt intuitively about her and about really what I deserved. But that was where I was at in life. You know, I thought that looks and having a business mattered, but there was no depth of character and spirituality in her that now I would say I would never talk to somebody that would it wouldn't even be on my level, you know, not making her bad. But, you know, that's where I was. And I needed to go through that really traumatizing experience, you know, that, woke me up because it woke me up to a level to see myself, okay, I will never enter into a relationship with somebody that doesn't possess the deep characteristics that I now showcase and bring to a relationship. But more importantly, I know that how my actions can create consequences, Mm -hmm. both positive and negative consequences. And I know that one simple wrong move of me grabbing that phone can completely change the trajectory of my life. Mm. But I look at it, I, look, I truly look at it with just such, you know, grace and, and gratitude because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for that experience, you know, and I know truly that I'm a good human, but, you know, I'm a, a human that's evolving. I'm not a human that's perfect,
0: mm. you know? Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Ooh. I didn't even yeah. know that you could press someone for a breach of peace. I feel <laughs> like I'm going to start <laughs> calling the cops on people and be like, it is not peaceful here. <laughs> I'm going to press charges because my piece is being interrupted.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true.
0: <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Okay, so I know that you primarily work with coaching men, um, and I can tell you that a large part of this audience listening right now is probably female. So, what do you think are some challenges that are more specifically unique to men, and then what are ways that us as women can support men in those challenges?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, I think the biggest thing with men that I've noticed from working as a coach for the last two years is is we get caught up in the cycle of this is the way it has to be. You have to hustle to be successful. You have to kill yourself to, you know, to build the income that you want. You You have to negate your your personal self care and your passions and your hobbies and wipe all of that stuff off the table even though it doesn't feel good to focus primarily on your professional success and i think you know what i've seen in the world is you know you can continue to go you know year after year and focus on money and focus on income and focus on acquisition of material possessions and so forth but it is going to hit you like a freight train when you're in your 30s your 40s your 50s your 60s if you don't shift that now and start to infuse in your life, what it means to live happily, to, to have a fulfilling life, to, to, to have passions and hobby hobbies, you know? And so, you know, I think the biggest thing is realizing that if it doesn't feel aligned or if it doesn't feel good, you have the opportunity to change it truly. Like you can shift your life and a a great practice. I take, you know, most of my clients through is what is what is your ideal life look like and then more importantly what is your ideal day look like and if you're not living your ideal day and this is comprehensive of your profession of a morning routine of moving your your body of breathing of meditating if this isn't comprehensive of everything even what you love to do whether it's having a glass of wine or going for a walk that day will continue to recycle itself And then next thing you know, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years are going to pass. And you're going to wonder what happened with your life. Mm -hmm. So I say start living your ideal day right now. This goes for men and women. Like create your ideal day right now and just trust that by doing that, you're going to create the life that you want.
0: Oh, I love that. And I heard at a seminar I went to recently about making a list of 10 things that you want as a part of every day and the woman who was sharing it was like I put laughter on that list I always want to laugh really hard at least once a day and then she's like I always want to be outside on a walk I always want and so you make a list of these 10 things that every day that needs to be a part of your day and I did it right then I was like oh that's so good and I (laughs) remember I remember because I was in Colorado I wrote down like seeing the ocean and I was like oh no how am I going to do this so I go up to her after I'm like I need to see the ocean every day, and she was like, "Well, maybe you could play it just like on a on a TV or something, even." And I was like, "Well, not the same, but I see I see where you're coming from." Um, <laughs> but it, it's just it's cool because then you're like, "Okay, I want to be doing these things every day. I want to read. I want to cook. I want to get eight hours of sleep. I want to see the ocean. Whatever these like ten things are, and then ask yourself, how often am I doing each of those things? Like, do I actually create the space for laughter?" it sounds weird, but like a lot of times I work a lot and Frankie and I might just relax at night. Like, when are we laughing? And I realized like dancing in the kitchen is when we do a lot of our laughter. So dancing in the kitchen has to be one of the, the 10, because that leads to the laughter, you know? And so it's so funny to think about these things are so simple and so basic. I'm sure someone listening is like, this is literally so basic, but it's so important and it truly will change your life. If you actually implement these small, simple little things. And the one other thing I'll say is a lot of my clients, I have them do the ideal day as well. And I have a worksheet for it. So if anyone listening is like, send me the ideal day worksheet, I can send you mine. Um, I'm sure Matt has one as well. He could send you, um, reach out to either of us. We'd love to send you this. And it's asking like, where do you wanna wake up? Do you wanna wake up you know, in the mountains? Do you wanna wake up by the water? Do you wanna wake up on a ship? Like, Where do you wanna wake up every day? And then who's next to you? And then what do you do first? And, and all these types of questions. Well, one thing that I feel like every client of mine would say is that they wanted to start each day sipping their coffee slowly on a porch or patio or on their couch, potentially reading a book or something like that, but every, every client, always without fail has always said that to me. I would always say, okay, do you do that? And they're like, no, no, I don't do that. I just wake up and rush out of the house and get to work. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you said you wanted to be by the ocean or you say you wanted to be in the mountains. Maybe that can't happen immediately, right? You live in the middle of suburbia, so you can't necessarily make that happen this very, very moment, but what can you make happen? You can wake up a little earlier. So, that you could sip that coffee slowly on your patio or slowly on your couch, and you could read that book for even five or 10 minutes, and you'd feel that peace and that serenity that you crave on this ideal day that you don't ever make happen in your current life. And so, sometimes there's little shifts like that that can make a really big difference.
1: Yeah. And I love what you put about, you know, um, experiencing joy. You know, I think that's another thing for, for men, but for everybody is. You know, the lack of joy in life. And, you know, for me, like, you know, I take every client through a morning routine, like a, creating a morning routine, because the way in which you live your morning is the way in which you're going to experience your day and your life. And I started putting ecstatic dance in my morning routine where every morning on my yoga mat before I move and breathe and meditate and do the cold shower is I ecstatic dance. I put on a playlist, um, you know, and I just dance and it's yes. just moving my body feels so good. And, You know, I think this is something that every single person can take something from is bring more joy into your life on a daily basis. That in and of itself will elevate your your vibration. It'll elevate how happy you are with your life. And it's going to send signals out to God, the universe that you want more and that you're showing up for yourself in this way, which is going to attract more in of what you want. You know, Mm. so. Yeah. So bring joy. Joy is so important. You know, it's so easy for us to get so serious with life and our relationships and our careers and our businesses, you know, but that's okay. But like infuse some joy into your life because you want to look back and say, you know, I smiled and laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it wasn't just when I was with my friends or with my partner, I did it myself. Mm
0: -hmm. I created
1: joy again from the inside out so cool yeah okay and so how
0: can women support men in their challenge of wanting to work hard and hustle and make the money and get the
1: promotions exactly yeah. i think supporting a partner either women through men or men through women is the best thing you can possibly do is show up for yourself truly like create a life independently of the other person that really, really enlivens you, you know, I feel like in relationship, it's easy for us to say, oh, this person does this, or they don't give me love, or they don't give me enough, you know, respect, or they don't give me enough adoration, or whatever it is, but in actuality, they're going to show up for you how you show up for yourself, so if you're showing up with yourself, and, and taking care of yourself, and getting massages, or taking a walk on the beach, or treating your morning you know, as as a a time of ritual where you're breathing and meditating and journaling and having that cup of coffee and being mindful about each sip, the person that you're with will match you. They will truly match you. Will they You will at least create a curiosity within them and say, and then, you know, they'll notice this and they'll want to change. They'll want to shift if that partnership is cohesive and in alignment, right? So, I think the best thing that anybody can do is show up for yourself, identify what it looks like to be your best self Mm -hmm. and start to live that way, start to live Mm -hmm. that way one day at a time, one morning at a time.
0: So good. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So back to grit, just a few last questions. Um, Mm -hmm. How does one acquire grit? Is that something that someone is like born with or can it be acquired throughout life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, grit is something that every single one of us from the you know, possesses. Every single one of us on this planet has experienced challenge. Grit is what gets us to the other side of that challenge. And I think with, you know, with, with grit or with experiencing a way to, I guess, acquire or, or deepen your understanding or your, your ability to, you know, showcase grit in your life is, is, Understanding that a challenge is something that you don't run away from. You know, fear is something you don't run away from. Those things you wanna lean into. You wanna go forward. You know, when the mountain is in front of you, understand that there's a lot of steps before you get to that peak. Grit is understanding that you are taking one step in front of the other, and trusting that through that commitment to self, through that commitment to leaning into fear and into challenge, you're going to build that grit muscle inside. It's like building your biceps at the gym with bicep curls, right? Grit is a muscle. It's something that we experience when we lean all the way in. And this is something that I say to every single client, every single client I have and the people that I spend time with is like, when you know you're afraid of something or you know that there's a big far out goal you want to get to, lean all the way in. Like, truly lean all the way in. And in that process, you will build grit that's going to take you and cascade you to the where you want to go and beyond.
0: Yeah. And what does it mean to lean all the way in, like on a practical level?
1: Yeah, on a practical level, it means take the steps forward. You know, understand that taking one step in the direction of where you want to go. You know, a lot of, uh, you know, so many people get caught up in the, oh, I want to, you know, have this big goal of buying a big cabin on the beach or in the mountains, or I want to, you know, make a million dollars in my business, or I want to call forth this dream relationship. But in focusing too far out into the future, we, we, we basically pedestalize and amplify that goal. And it makes us, you know, it makes us feel like we can't get there because it's so far away. So like creating what I like to call micro goals, how can you take one or two steps forward in that direction? You know, if it's a pod, if, it, if it's you wanting to launch a podcast, just ordering the microphone. You know what I mean? Just ordering one thing, and knowing that, and in that commitment to self, in that you know um, commitment to the direction you want to go in, you're creating momentum, and you're starting to again, you know, send the information out to the world that this is what you're doing, and things will start to shift and show up for you because you're honoring what you actually want. So create micro goals and focus on who you're becoming in the process instead of making the goal, the one and only thing that you look at because that can create stress and anxiety around, well, I'm so far away, I'm never gonna get there. So you paralyze yourself by doing that and and it gives us the opportunity to procrastinate towards what we wanna go for. But if we focus on just taking the steps, taking a few small steps in that direction, every single day, we'll get to where we want to go.
0: Micro goals. I love it. That's a great way to put it. And it's funny you said the podcast thing, because I have a guy friend who reached out to me because he wanted to start a podcast and him, and I got together actually at the same coffee shop that you and Frankie and I got together at like two weeks ago, right before we left Denver. Um, and he had gone to like all these podcast classes to learn how to launch a podcast. And he had read all these articles and all this stuff and it had been like numerous months. And I, and I was like, well, why haven't you started yet? You know? And, and he was like, I just, it feels so daunting. You know, it's so big. And I, was, and, and that's kind of what him and I worked on together is what are the smaller goals? And, and I, that's so funny. You said the microphone thing, cause I literally said to him, I'm like, you need to order your microphone this week. And I was like, you put two podcast dates on the calendar so that you have two interviews scheduled and get your crap together before this, like, you got your microphone coming, you got a, you got a MacBook, or whatever, you got everything you need, like, you're good, you took all the classes, and you did all this, you know, I think we sometimes, especially, I mean, I teach this in the confidence workshop for women, but men and women both do this, it's like, we fill our brain with a bunch of knowledge, so that we feel equipped, um, but we keep using knowledge, like, lack of knowledge, as the reason why we can't do it, so we're like, i need to learn more and then i need to learn more and now i need to learn more and it's really just fear and we're hiding behind our fear with more knowledge and more education and certifications and education you know getting your masters and doctorates and all these things and there's something wrong with that education's great i love education but when you keep not taking action on the actual dream but you just keep taking action on building knowledge eventually you got to actually take the
1: leap into action. Absolutely. And I think, and I've been guilty of this myself in, in, in the personal development industry as a whole, it's so easy for us. I'm just going to order that one more book. I'm going to just listen to one more podcast. I'm just going to go to one more seminar, but the biggest thing you can do is take massive, messy action, literally take massive, messy action because we can, we can, again, like keep extending going forward. Because we want to absorb, 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 but in actuality, all that does is prevent us from actually taking the action. So taking action is the number one thing you can do. And in that, then listen to the podcast, then go to that seminar to amplify the way you want to show up. Then, you know, hire that coach that is going to help you, you know, remove your blind spots and really hold you accountable to what you actually say you want to achieve. Right. But, you know, understanding that it's all about execution. It's all about execution. Yeah.
0: Absorb, absorb, action. Absorb, absorb, (laughs) action. (laughs) Cool. Okay. So, if every listener today walked away with one simple, smart action step to take from here, what would you urge him or her to do?
1: Mm -hmm. I would start to, first and foremost, say if I showed up for myself and wanted to create my best life, what's possible? and then really just write down two to three things that you can start today to move in the direction of that because there are infinite possibilities truly like we've all been told as a kid like you can accomplish anything you want in life right and it's so true it's so true look at tony robbins and oprah winfrey and tom billue and all of these people you know richard branson all of these people as tom billue said we are all hopelessly average when we start. But when you move forward and you understand what's possible and you believe in yourself so fully, which again only happens by execution, then we can seriously create the life of our dreams. But you have to understand what's possible and you have to understand that with possibility must be met by execution, must be met by action you know, and and, in doing that, you will create a life that you love, truly.
0: Mm. And only then will you awaken momentum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt, thank you so much for being on today's podcast. I had a blast interviewing you and your wisdom and your passion and your motivation I'm feeling amped for life, so thank My you God. for giving that to me. Thank you for everyone who listened today. We really appreciate your time and being here, and we know that there are thousands of podcasts you could listen to. So we so appreciate you giving your time to this podcast today. So if you want to go check Matt out on Instagram, it is Matthew Shakir S H A K I R linked below. And you can visit his website at awakenmomentum.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, please, 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 please give five stars and write me a nice little review if you feel like it. That'd be awesome. Matt, have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: Thank you so much, Janelle. This was awesome.
0: Yeah. Bye.